Hello, sports quiz enthusiasts from around the world. Welcome back to the Adrenaline Pumping Quiz Podcast, The 20 Questions Sport. We're excited to present our fourth episode in this current series. So get ready to test your sporting knowledge, challenge your memory and immerse yourself in the excitement of this extraordinary quiz. Thank you to our incredible listeners from all corners of the world. Your enthusiasm and support to make the 20 questions an unforgettable global quiz adventure. This is the sports edition where we'll take you through a journey through the exhilarating world of sports trivia. From the iconic moments to the legendary athletes, each question will push the boundaries of your sports expertise. If you're here for the first time, here's how the game unfolds. You have 20 sports-related questions ahead of you, and with each one, the challenge will escalate. From the history-making events to the lesser-known facts, each question will put your sporting knowledge to the test. To ensure a fair chance, each question will be read twice, allowing you to focus before the timer starts ticking. But remember, you only have a brief 10 seconds to provide the correct answer. One wrong response, and it's game over. The idea of the game is to get all 20 questions right in a row. So lace up your virtual trainers, get ready to take that winning shot, and let the quest for sports glory begin. Are you up for this challenge? I hope so. Let's see if you can conquer 20 questions, sport. Okay, settle back, settle in, let me begin. Question one in this sporting edition of 20 questions is this. We start very easy, but trust me, they get harder as we go along. Question one is this. In which sport would you associate the names Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson and Floyd Mayweather? In which sport would you associate the names Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson and Floyd Mayweather? Five, four, three, two, one. The names Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson and Floyd Mayweather are associated with the sport of boxing. Boxing is the right answer. Question two. Which Olympic event takes place over a course of 26 miles and 385 yards in length? Which Olympic event takes place over a course of 26 miles and 385 yards in length. Five, four, three, two, one. The Olympic event that takes place over a course of 26 miles and 385 yards in length is the marathon. The marathon is a long distance road running race named after the Battle of Marathon, a famous battle in ancient Greece. The modern Olympic marathon distance was established at the 1908 London Olympics. During those games, the race was extended by 385 yards so that it could start at Windsor Castle and finish in front of the Royal Box at the Olympic Stadium. Question 3. In which men's team golf competition do professionals from Europe and the USA compete every two years? In which men's team golf competition do professionals from Europe and the USA compete every two years? Five, four, three, two, one. 
The men's team golf competition where professionals from the Europe and the USA compete every two years is called the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup is a prestigious biannual golf event that pits the best golfers from Europe against the best golfers from the US in a team match play format. The competition was named after English businessman Samuel Ryder, who donated the trophy. The first Ryder Cup took place in 1927 and has since become one of the most highly anticipated and fiercely contested events in the world of golf. The tournament alternates between being held in Europe and the US. Question four. In tennis, what score comes after deuce? In tennis, what score comes after deuce? Five, four, three, two, one. In tennis, the score that comes after deuce is advantage. When the score is tied at 40-40, also known as deuce, the player who wins the next point gains the advantage. And if the player with the advantage wins the next point, they win the game. Question five. Which Premier League football team play their home matches at Craven Cottage? Which Premier League football team play their home matches at Craven Cottage? Five, four, three, two, one. The Premier League football team that plays their home matches at Craven Cottage is Fulham FC. Craven Cottage is located in the London borough of Hammersmith and Fulham and has been the home ground of Fulham since 1896. From football to rugby, question number six. In the game of rugby union, what number shirt does a hooker wear? In the game of rugby union, what number shirt does a hooker wear? Five, four, three, two, one. In the game of rugby union, a hooker wears the number two shirt. The hooker is a specialised position in the rugby scrum and plays a crucial role in the set-piece formations. During a scrum, the hooker's main ability is to use their foot to hook the ball backward to their team, allowing them to gain possession and control of the ball. Question seven. US sport now and how many innings are there for each team in a game of baseball how many innings are there for each team in a game of baseball five four three two one in the game of baseball each team typically has nine innings to bat and play defense nine is the right answer Question eight, which number lies between seven and eight on a dartboard? Which number lies between seven and eight on a dartboard? Five, four, three, two, one. On a standard dartboard, the number that lies between seven and eight is 16. 16 is the right answer. Question 9. Which four times World Superbike Champion announced his retirement in 2000? Which four times World Superbike Champion announced his retirement in 2000? 
The four times World Superbike champion who announced his retirement in the year 2000 is Carl Fogarty. Carl Fogarty, also known as Foggy, is a British motorcycle racer and one of the most successful riders in the history of World Superbike racing. Fogarty won the World Superbike Championship four times during his career, capturing the titles in 94, 95, 98 and 99. He was known for his aggressive riding style, determination and remarkable skill on the track. We're approaching the halfway mark on this sporting edition of 20 Questions. Have you got nine right in a row? Are you still in the game? Will question 10 slip you up? 10 out of a possible 20 is this. In which sport might you perform a Danish swipe? In which sport might you perform a Danish swipe? Five, four, three, two, one. The Danish swipe is a technique used in the sport of badminton. In badminton, a Danish swipe is a deceptive shot where a player quickly slices the shuttlecock across the court with an angled racket face. The Danish swipe is typically performed when the player is at the front of the court and it aims to catch the opponent off guard and force them into making a weak return or committing a mistake. Over the halfway point. Ten down, ten to go. Question 11 of 20 in this sporting edition of 20 questions is this. In which city is the US football team the Carolina Panthers based? In which city is the US football team? The Carolina Panthers based. Five, four, three, two, one. The Carolina Panthers, a professional American football team, are based in Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte is the right answer. The team was established in 1995 and competes in the NFL as a member of the league's National Football Conference South Division. Question 12. After her career seemed to be in ruins, which tennis player marked her comeback by winning her first Grand Slam tournament, the 2001 Australian Open? After her career seemed to be in ruins, which tennis player marked her comeback by winning her first Grand Slam tournament, the 2001 Australian Open. Five, four, three, two, one. The tennis player who marked her comeback by winning her first Grand Slam at the 2001 Australian Open is Jennifer Capriati. Jennifer Capriati is an American tennis player who had a roller coaster career with both successes and struggles. In the early 90s, Capriati gained fame as a young tennis prodigy, achieving early success in the professional circuit. However, she faced personal and legal issues that led to a hiatus from tennis for a few years. In the late 1990s, Capriati made a comeback to the sport and worked her way back up the rankings. Her remarkable resurgence culminated in her victory at the 2001 Australian Open 
where she defeated Martina Hingis in the final to win her first Grand Slam title. Question 13. How many players are there in a Gaelic football team? How many players are there in a Gaelic football team? Five, four, three, two, one. In Gaelic football, there are 15 players on each team joining a match. The game is played with two teams, with each team consisting of 15 players on the field at a time. We move on to question 14 of 20, motor racing. Who was the first US racing driver to win the Formula One World Championship? Who was the first US racing driver to win the Formula One World Championship? Five, four, three, two, one. The first US racing driver to win the Formula One World Championship was Phil Hill. He achieved this historic feat in the 1961 Formula One season whilst driving for Scuderia Ferrari. Phil Hill's F1 World Championship victory came at the Italian Grand Prix in Monza in September 1961. Hill had a successful career in motorsport and made significant contributions to American motorsports history. We have six questions left on this week's sporting edition of 20 Questions. Question 15 to 20 is this. At which sport is Australian Kieran Perkins a former world champion? At which sport is Australian Kieran Perkins a former world champion? Five, four, three, two, one. Australian Kieran Perkins is a former world champion in swimming. He was a highly successful swimmer and one of Australia's most accomplished athletes in the pool. Kieran Perkins is best known for his dominance in distance freestyle events, particularly the 1500 meters freestyle. He won the gold medal in the 1500 meters freestyle at the 92 Barcelona Olympics and defended his title at the Atlanta Olympics four years later, where he set a new world record in the event. Five left. Five questions remain on this week's edition of 20 Questions. Question 16 is this. What is the middle name of basketball legend Michael Jordan? What is the middle name of basketball legend Michael Jordan? Five, four, three, two, one. The middle name of basketball legend Michael Jordan is Jeffrey. His full name is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Jordan is widely regarded as one of the greatest basketball players of all time and is often simply referred to as MJ or simply Michael. He had a storied career with the Chicago Bulls and the Washington Wizards in the NBA, winning six NBA championships and earning numerous individual accolades throughout his illustrious career. Michael Jordan's impact on the game of basketball and popular culture has made him an iconic figure worldwide. Question 17 of 20. Can you tell me the two world snooker champions that have won the world title 
this sentry whose surnames begin with a vowel. Name the two World Snooker Champions that have won the world title this century whose surnames begin with a vowel. Five, four, three, two, one. Ronnie O'Sullivan has won the world title seven times this century. That was the easy one of the two. The other one was more difficult. It was Peter Ebden he beat Stephen Hendry to win the title in 2002. Three questions left. Three questions remain. One on horse racing, one on sporting personalities, and one on Premier League football. If you've got 17 right in a row, you're doing brilliantly. You're just three questions away from defeating 20 questions sport. But will one of these three catch you out? Will you fall? this fence. It's on horse racing and it's about fences. Traditionally, how many fences are jumped only once in the Grand National? Traditionally, how many fences are jumped only once in the Grand National? Five, four, three, two, one. In the Grand National, there are 30 fences, but the horse is going two laps of the circuit. And the fences that are only jumped once are at the front of the main grandstand. They are the chair and the water jump. Just two is the right answer. They jump the other 14 fences twice in the race. Two is the answer you're looking for on question 18. Two remain. Two remain on this edition sporting 20 questions. Question 19 of 20 is this. In which sport did Desmond Douglas dominate the British game in the 1970s and 1980s? In which sport did Desmond Douglas dominate the British game in the 1970s and 1980s? Five, four, Three, two, one. Desmond Douglas dominated the British game in the sport of table tennis in the 1970s and 80s. He was a highly successful and renowned table tennis player and is considered one of the greatest British players in the history of the sport. Desmond Douglas achieved numerous accolades and successes during his career, including winning multiple national championships and representing Great Britain in international competitions. He was known for his skill, agility and speed on the table and he became a household name in the world of table tennis. 19 down, one left. If you have got 19 right in a row, this is the question you need to get right to defeat 20 questions. And it is on Premier League football. Question 20 of 20 is this. Who became the first player to score four goals in a Premier League game? Who became the first player to score four goals in a Premier League game? Five, four, three, two, one. The 
first player to score four goals in a Premier League game was in 1993, and it was by Efana Kuku. Efana Kuku achieved this milestone on March 25th, 1993, whilst playing for Norwich City against Everton. He scored all four goals in a thrilling 5-1 victory for Norwich City. Efana Kuku's performance in that match made him the first player in the history of the newly formed Premier League to score four goals in a single game. His feat was a remarkable achievement and remains a memorable moment in the early years of the Premier League. So did that question slip you up or was it perfection for you? 20 out of 20 for you on this sporting edition of 20 questions. If you enjoyed that question on Premier League football, there'll be plenty more for you on our next edition of 20 Question Sport. To celebrate the return of the Premier League on August the 12th, we will be doing a special edition on Premier League football for that occasion. Do join us then. Just to remind you, 20 Questions continues in the musical realms on Tuesdays. New episodes of that on Tuesdays. Just search 20 Questions Music wherever you get your podcasts. And the original General Knowledge Edition is on Thursdays. I do hope you can join us then. If you want to get in touch with me and the show, 20questionsquiz at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at 20questionsquiz. Thank you for joining us on this sporting edition of 20 Questions. I do hope you can join us again soon. From me, Johnny Bryan, thank you so much for your company. I'll see you soon. Bye for now.